Welcome to the Brain Health Journey podcast with Brittany and Tish, where we talk about all things ADHD and other brain health related topics. And today we are going to be talking about a topic that we were a little hesitant and reluctant to do, but we also felt it was extremely important. And that's the topic on suicide, which I know for all of us, it is extremely difficult to just think about suicide in general, but because it is Suicide Awareness Month, we did want to briefly go into ADHD and suicide. So Tish, I don't know if you want to get started on some of what we found out as far as statistics go. And yeah, sure. Yes. And like Brittany said, this was a, we weren't sure about this topic, um, but we thought because it is Suicide Awareness Month and also just from you know research and things that we have both um, looked at and read, that there is there's a lot of people who have ADHD that they're at a high risk um, for those suicidal thoughts or suicide. And so we thought this was an important topic to to talk about. It's not an easy topic to talk about, but we we do think it's an important topic. So. Um, I did look at some different research studies uh, about suicide and ADHD, um, but before I get into the ADHD part of it, I wanted just to kind of um, put some, I wanted to talk about just some recent data um, from the World Health Organization, as well as the National Institutes of Health, as it, um, the rates of suicide. So recent data from the World Health Organization shows that suicide is the leading cause of death for girls between the ages of 15 and 19. And when I think about that, I think to myself, what, what is happening? What, I know. what are we doing here? Like, yeah. why, you know, what is the why behind it? And what can we do? What can we do for this population um, to help them? What is, what is going on? And I can think of a million things as to, you know, my own opinions as to why I think some of this stuff is happening, right. but I, there's not really anything to back that up, but it's almost like, what can we do to help the help these girls? And of course, men are definitely affected by this too. But when I saw that, you know, <coughs> the, the age range of 15 to 19, that is alarming to me. Yeah. And then I started looking a little bit more um, from the National Institutes of Health and a 2019 study showed that more than 47,000 people in the U.S. died of suicide. Additional research to that has shown that people with ADHD have higher rates of suicidal ideation, which are those suicidal thoughts, in fact, are five times more likely than those without ADHD to think about suicide, attempt suicide, or, you know, it it's, it's sad. I don't even like to say it. That is why this is so hard to talk about because it's a tough topic to talk, talk about, but it's, I don't know it. We need to raise awareness and we need, I just feel it's crucial for us to get information out there and why it's crucial and it's, it's essential and it's everything, all the above. It's just important. So all of the above. Yes. And it's, it's absolutely devastating. And I think it's, I mean, I personally can't imagine losing a loved one to suicide. Like, it just makes me sick just thinking about it. So I think, I mean, just like you said, all of the above, it's so hard to talk about, but 
it is important to raise awareness because when you read those kind of statistics with children, I mean, children, teenagers, that is extremely alarming. And I wanted to talk about real quick about a study that we, so you had mentioned um, being five times more likely, like having ADHD. So I came across a study uh, from 2021 of medical students. And so the ones with ADHD were five times more likely, but it wasn't just ADHD in general. In this study, it was those with inattentive type. And so I found that, I found it very interesting because what do we think of with inattentive? I mean, we think of the ones that don't blurt out, the ones that aren't being disruptive, the ones that are keeping to themselves, the ones that maybe feel like they're not being noticed by others because they're not causing, right? they're not doing anything to get, I, I want to be careful when I say this, like not doing anything to get attention. But, you know, when you're talking about hyperactivity, that is going sure. to bring some attention if you're impulsive and hyperactive and disruptive, it's right. going to bring some attention to you. But when I think of the inattentive type, I don't know, I found that very interesting. But then I found some other studies and research that, you know, having the combined type, mm-hmm. I mean, there's definitely a, a positive association with that too. So it's not just inattentive that is putting you at risk. It's, it's all the types, right. but I just thought that was an interesting study with the medical students with that. I don't know. Yeah, that's really interesting. It really is. Um, I think on this, on the same topic too, is that when we're talking about you know, um, suicide and ADHD, I think it's, we have to put this other layer or this other lens on this too, that people with ADHD, they also are at higher rates of having co-occurring mental health conditions, for example, depression, anxiety, um, and so forth, bipolar disorder. And with that comes also, you know, that risk of, you know, suicidal thoughts or, whatever it may be. And so that's another layer of this too, is that not only what we're thinking about or talking about ADHD, but ADHD and also having those co-occurring conditions. And not everybody that has ADHD has co-occurring conditions. A lot of people do, but not everybody has co-occurring and not everybody that has ADHD, of course, are going to have those suicidal thoughts. And so I want to make that clear as well. But there are a number, we are at a higher rate um, to, to build this way. And so some of the things, as I was reading some of these um, research articles and things like that, I started reflecting with my own challenges with having ADHD. And I can definitely see how this does correlate and does, and it can, people can become suicidal because if you think about yeah. it, we hear at a, starting from a young age, especially at least for me, you know, focus more, try harder. You're not going to amount to a hill of beans. You're not like you need a lot of extra help. And you start hearing that at a, such a young age that carries on with you for your whole life. And then you start to put extra pressure on yourself and then you start to mask. And so all this stuff is internalized and you lose yourself. And then it just all the stuff that goes along with it. And you think to yourself, you know what, I could definitely see why we do have higher rates in this. And then I was starting to kind of look at some of the risk factors 
um, with suicide. And as I was going through this list, I was thinking to myself, a lot of this stuff is associated with having ADHD, for example, for example, feeling like a burden. A lot of us who have ADHD, that we feel like we are a, boat, a burden. Limited coping skills. That to me, when I think of that, there's a lot of things that go into that. But I think of emotional dysregulation when you think yeah. you can't cope. You know, the list goes on and on and on. And it just, in a, you know, previous substance abuse or dependence, a lot of people, you know, we people with ADHD are at higher rates for having substance abuse disorders. And so those are all just, a, that's just a few um, risk factors right. when you look at that. And so as you read through that, automatically, I'm like, oh, yes, that it, that, it makes sense. It makes sense why there's a higher rate for us, for sure. So absolutely. And I, I was kind of like you when I first learned about it, I, I was a little surprised. But then I, I thought, well, it's really not that surprising when you think about it. And I think a big part of this is the impulsivity piece of it, right? Because we, we can be impulsive, and we don't think things through. And my gosh, that is, that is the difference between a second and and like giving, like having that extra second, because all it does is take a second. And then, I mean, it's it's done. And so the impulsivity piece is huge. And I did want to point something out that I did read from another study, um, low levels of perfectionism in adolescence. Wow. There seemed to be a correlation with um, suicidal thoughts and ideation. And I thought that was, that was extremely important because Sometimes the low levels of perfectionism, everything that you had just said, like from childhood up until the present, sometimes that can lead to these perfectionistic tendencies. For sure. And even if it's low level, like it may not be completely obvious to everyone around you, but even the low levels, it's if you feel like there's some perfectionism there and you feel like nothing is good enough and there's this constant voice in the back of your head, I mean, yeah, I can... I can understand, I can see why there is a correlation between the two. Absolutely. Yeah. And I want to go back to something that you said too, about the impulsivity side of things too. So when I think about impulsivity, there's a, again, a laundry list of things that come to mind because I, I do, I am impulsive myself. And so with that impulsivity, you think about, for example, impulse buying, right? You mm-hmm. could get yourself into some really bad financial, a financial situation where you have blown all the money. You don't have money to pay for the, you know, your rent, your mortgage, your whatever it may be. And so that alone, just the stress of that alone, anybody in the world put ADHD aside from it, just having a financial burden in itself. I think that puts people at a higher rate for suicidal thoughts. And, and so when you add ADHD to it, and we already, not all of us, but people who are diagnosed um, with the combined type, we have that impulsivity, again, with that impulse buying, it could be a snowball effect or a domino effect where it can become a situation where you feel hopeless and you feel, how am I going to get out of this? How am I going to dig myself out of this mess that I made? I did this to me. I did this to my family. How am I going to get myself out of this? And so There's just so many angles and different lenses that you can look at this topic through. 
And that's just something that come to mind whenever you mentioned impulsivity. Um, financial situation definitely was the first thing that kind of popped into my head um, with that piece of it, for sure. Well, it's but. a snowball effect when you think about it, which we talk about this, I feel like in every episode, we how do. we talk about these layers and yeah. there's all these factors to consider and like, there's the snowball effects. And this is, this is what we mean. Like, like what you just said, it's like one thing leading to another and to another. And I know this is something that is so, nobody wants to think about this. I, and I know somebody is listening right now and they are thinking of someone very specific in their own lives. And right now maybe they're feeling, feeling sick to their stomach or they're starting to cry or they're feeling hopeless. Like, I don't know what to do. There's one family member that I'm thinking of in particular, whether it's my brother, my daughter, my mother, my father, my aunt, whatever. So there, I mean, there are a lot of resources out there and there's so much to this that we wouldn't be able to put it all in a 20 minute episode, but we did want to we wanted to make it clear that we are going to have some links in the description of this podcast yes. where it's going to kind of outline and tell you, you know, what do you do if you think your loved one is having suicidal thoughts and behaviors? What happens if there is a suicide attempt? And it'll, we're going to have links in the description to kind of, I guess, go through that and kind of outline what to do, because sometimes it's, it's so hard to go through it all in it is. 20 minutes. You can't do it. Right. And I think the thing is with this too, is that, you know, uh, I know this sounds very basic, but sometimes people just need a, a reminder because they get in such a, a, a dark place where they're not thinking clearly. And just these little reminders, it, it may help someone, but if you are struggling or if you know someone who is struggling and they're just not act in themselves or in, and they're just seem, you know, reserved or they don't, they're just not being who they were before. And then you can just tell, you can just tell that they're struggling, reach out to them, reach out to them because that, that may be all that they need. They just have somebody reach out and say, Hey, is there anything I can do to help you? I'm here for you. Do you need somebody to talk to? Or if you're someone who is that person who is struggling, ask for help, ask for help. There are so many people, even if you feel hopeless and helpless and that no one cares about you, there are so many people out there that care about you. There are so many people out there that don't even know you, that love you. Um, And so please, please reach out and ask for help. And if you don't know what the number is, or if you don't know who to text or whatever, reach out to a loved one, reach out to a family member and just ask for help. Um, It's just so important. So, yeah. Right. Even just reaching out to someone. Yes. Like you said, and I know this can be really difficult. I guess if you do, let's say you have a loved one that you are concerned about sometimes, like you said, it's just asking a question Yeah. and then letting them talk. Don't judge, don't patronize be respectful, sit and listen, and you'll pick up what's going on. Ask more questions and you'll, you'll pick up what's going on. Yeah. But we will have, so we will have various links. Oh, for sure. In the description. Yes. And I think one of the links that um, we should include in this is going to be a link for risk factors and also what to look out for as well um, for 
for yourself or for somebody else, because it is, it's important to just be there, be there for someone. Um, and then to know that you're not alone if you are feeling this way. So, you know, I, I think that, um, any of us could land in a feeling this way. I think, you know, people who I'm speaking for myself, really, I say people, I don't want to put a blanket statement on this, but just from research studies that I've read and even, you know, just from my own past struggles with different things, not only we have this, you know, the suicidal thoughts layer of this, but there's the substance abuse, um, the, the substance use, the, the addiction, the misuse, the, all of it, um, to think about too, is that sometimes we get in such a bad place and in, in a, in a, just a dark place where you are doing anything that you can to just live honestly. And that sometimes leads into maybe getting, getting addicted to something, um, which could then lead into maybe an accidental, you know, overdose or something like this. I know this, this is such a heavy topic and I know this is such a, it's such a sad topic and I, it's hard, I'm sure for people, people to listen to. Um, but it's again, those are just some things to kind of think about as you're listening through this, that, you know, again, those layers of, you know, substance abuse and that could lead into maybe an accidental thing or the substance abuse where it could lead into really getting into, into some dark thoughts of, I don't want to do this anymore. So yeah, I don't really know where I was exactly going with that, but that was something I wanted to mention. Yeah. It is important because substance abuse is it is a risk factor. Mm -hmm. It it is. And I can't think off the top of my head, what percentage of people with ADHD have substance abuse disorders of some kind, but this, it has to be mentioned because suicide and overdose, those are, those are the leading causes of death right now. Some of the leading causes of death. I mean, it's up there. So Mm -hmm. it has to be talked about. We can't just keep ignoring it. We, and Mm -hmm. I'm not saying, a lot of us are ignoring it, but I'm just sure, saying sure. it is uncomfortable. It is so uncomfortable. Um, but we're talking about leading causes of death here, right? Across, like various age ranges. So it has sure. to be brought up. And you know what? Maybe we'll find, let's find a resource for something with substance abuse as well to put in the description as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Whatever whatever we can do to help other people. And really what we're trying to do here is raise awareness. And some of the topics in the episodes that we talk about are going to be wonderful and happy and funny and whatever. And then some of them are going to be maybe like this episode where it's not, doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good. Mm-hmm. But if we are going to, my goal is to help people. And my goal is to raise awareness and stop the stigma and hopefully, you know, spread kindness to people and let them know that they aren't alone in this world. And by doing that, it's, we have to talk about things that are not good. You know, you have to talk about things that are uncomfortable for sure. Yeah. And this and is it, definitely uncomfortable, but it has to be talked about because it's not, this is not a rare occurrence right now. Exactly. And as you can probably hear from my voice, like I'm uncomfortable talking about it because I have so much I want to say, but I want to tread very carefully and lightly on what I do say, because I don't want some, I don't, I would, I don't want to say something that's going to push someone over the edge. I want, I want this to be, here are some statistics and please know 
that you are wanted, you are loved, you matter, you aren't alone in this. And no matter what you've done, no matter where you've been, no matter what you're going through right now, please, please reach out and ask somebody for help. Yeah. Somebody. Yes. And I, I appreciate you saying that. And I guess I'm just going to end with, you know, you mentioned kindness and I know some people, they wince at that, like, oh yeah, kindness, spread kindness. No, no, this really can make a difference. And, you know, we've talked about some of the things we've been seeing online and, you know, from grown adults and guys, I mean, anyone, I mean, just anyone that is listening, our kids, they're not going to learn to not bully and to be kind to others if they're if they're seeing us being hateful and calling each other names and spreading all this hate yeah i mean there are grown adults that are doing this and these kids see it and then yeah. we wonder why these kids like we're seeing a generation of kids where they're you know like well why is bullying not getting better well why are all these kids being so mean and not kind because sometimes like one act of kindness can can do a lot for a person or it, one act of hate or calling someone a name. I mean, that could really push someone over the edge. Yes. So yeah. I just, I really want to point that out because there's so many grown adults today that just, they don't seem to get the message yet because they're right. no problem just yeah. being hateful sometimes. And I, I don't know. I don't know. It has yeah. to start with us. It does. It has to start with us. And um, there is one thing other uh, I want to add to what we just talked about um, before I close this out too. And I, I don't think I said this, but um, I'm going to mention it again if I did, is that I hear a lot of people say, I, I feel that I have ADHD. I have the traits of ADHD. I have struggled my whole life and I go and I've gone undiagnosed until 35. I go to the doctor and I'm just dismissed. They make me feel that I'm making this up and I feel like I just feel deflated and I feel it's, I just feel like I, what am I supposed to do? And another thing, a message I want to get across is that if you are one of those people that you have done your research and you feel that you have, that you are experiencing some, some symptoms or traits of something, it could be ADHD, it could be depression, it could be, it could be anything get a second opinion. Don't let anyone dismiss how you're feeling because how you're feeling, you, you know yourself better than anyone else. Get a second opinion. If that's an option for you, please get the help that you need and the care plan that you need to be able to, you know, get through life and be happy and be successful in all of the things. So I wanted to, I wanted to say that too, is that there's so many people who are undiagnosed and they are literally begging for help and they have just hit a roadblock every turn that they go. And it's just that alone could cause somebody just to say, you know what, uh, this is the breaking point for me. I, yeah. I cannot do this anymore. So yeah. keep, keep advocating for yourself. Don't give up and go to 10 doctors. If you have to, you know, your body you know yourself. So don't give up. And I appreciate you pointing that out because there, there's going to be someone that is listening right now. And they're saying, well, I have tried to get help, right. you know, you, and I'm, I'm trying and I'm going and they're not listening and I feel dismissed. So thank you for pointing that out because I'm sure someone is listening and they, 
they're feeling like I have tried and it's not working. And I mean, yeah, that, and I can't stand the thought of that. I can't, cause I it's a lot of time and money and waiting and I try, yeah, fine. Get a second opinion. Make sure that you're keeping your circle of people that you trust, someone that you can call and talk to or meet up. Yeah, I, it's, this is, this is so hard sometimes. I know that yeah. you can probably tell in my voice that. Yeah, we're both. Yeah, we're both we're both struggling with the, this topic a little bit, but we do appreciate all of you listening to this, um, to our podcast, and especially um, listening to this episode. Hopefully, something we said will help you. And again, we will make sure that we put all the links to the things that we discussed today in the description of our podcast. And um, with that, I hope that. Um, you have a good rest of your day. I know I don't even know how to end this episode, but thank you so much for all that you do, Brittany. I appreciate you. I know I say this every single episode, but I do appreciate you so much. And um, I just, I'm excited to do all this work with you. The next episode, we will make sure it will not be heavy. We're going to lighten the mood a little bit, but this is important to me and to Brittany. And um, we just want to make sure we're, we're actually raising awareness to all things good and not so good. So absolutely raising awareness with the good and bad and Tish as usual I always appreciate having these discussions with you I walk away learning something as well and there's a lot of things that I have a new perspective on or something a light is shed on a topic that maybe I wasn't quite aware of so I always walk away with learning something new as well so yes like you were saying it's kind of hard to end like, how do you end an episode like this? But right. next week, we'll try to do something a little more uplifting and we'll think of what to do for that. But yeah, I appreciate having this discussion with you. And, and for anyone listening, look in the description if you feel the need to. And we will have all of that there for you. Yes, yes. All right. Well, until the next episode. Until the next episode. <laughs>